Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, the zany one is out, but we have a more than adequate replacement. And we will discuss the end of the Ravens season. We'll also share our best memories of 2016. That is, if we can come up with any. And we will have our usual three up and three down segment. Again, good luck to us for coming up with some good, with some ups this week. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I'm your endearly centering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zane. Mm. Let me try that again. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. How's, how's it going? We've, we've seen a lot of each other uh, with the holidays. That's right. The Christmas season, the fact that we're brothers. Right. That happens. The fact that we got to do a lot of family stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the Zany Barodi's out and sitting in his seat, as you all can see on the Facebook live feed that we produce every Tuesday at 730. Eric RDT from Barstool Sports. Eric, welcome. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. All, always love having you on. You've been on quite a few times. I think three, yeah, three or four. I'm almost, I'm almost, I think, at five. So Okay, sweet. Absolutely. That, that, that's got to be the record for, uh, for, for guest hosts. Yeah. Right? Derek Arnold has been on here a few times. But I, I don't think I don't think four. No, I think probably three. No, nah, yeah, so. no. Nah, Eric did a great job filling in while you were in Africa, and Bert was in uh, Florida. Oh, that's we right. We did the two man show before, yeah. so always great to have him on. Thank you, thank you. So at one point, Eric, you did a show just with Josh. Yep, that's incredible. Props to you. <laughs> I know that was terrible. Even I won't do that. So that's gutsy. So it's so, so good for you. When I heard Bert was out, I was like, Josh, we're not doing the show unless we get a third person because I'm not just sitting here with you the whole time and talking to you. Because if it's just you and I, we're just yelling at each other. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't end well. It doesn't end well. So if Eric to to, to to mediate between between the two. All right, we got it. This is the, the final show of 2016. A lot of people are excited for 2016 to end, which understandably. It's been a, a rough year in Baltimore sports. Yeah, yeah. Everyone loses. Yeah, everyone loses. Uh huh. Except you know who doesn't lose. 
The listeners? Section 336? Well, that's always true. <laughs> I mean, what, where are you going? What's the one Maryland sports team to win this year? Uh, the, um... Oh, the Blast. The Blast. The Blast. Yeah. <laughs> Blast are still champions. They We're, won championship in 2016. So the Blast are still champions. Hey, we've been talking. If people want to go, I think it's the 14th of January. We're going to be heading up and, uh, and check out the Blast. Yeah. So st- stay, stay, stay tuned for more details on uh, a trip to, to Baltimore. Yeah, in a few weeks. To the World Farms Arena to see the Bomber Blast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's cool. We'll go see some soccer. We'll go see a winning franchise right. now in, that, that's, in Baltimore. That's called a match, right? Not a game? I think it's a match. Because as I've been in communication with the Blast oh and all, I, I'll type game, and I'll be like, that doesn't look right. So I'll change it to match, and I'm like, I think that's right. And then I'm like, is it still the pitch if it's indoors? I said, I'll just leave it at match and say arena, right? Because a, a pitch is outdoor soccer field, right? Yeah. What's an indoor soccer field? I think it's an arena. An arena? Yeah. Or I think the building is certainly an arena. Right. Maybe the field is still a pitch, still though. A pit. I think yeah. so. Yeah. An indoor pitch sounds weird. Yeah. So I didn't. I never went with pitch, but I got, I kept making sure to replace game with match. And it's like so I'd sound like I knew what I was talking about. Their jerseys are called kits. Like kits. They're like, oh, they're gonna wear their alternate kits this week. Oh yeah, I like oh. that. Oh. That must like, be because of all the advertising. Probably. When we, when we go, I'm gonna take a notepad. I'm gonna be taking a lot of notes. I'm gonna figure I, this whole thing, this whole soccer thing out. I explained. That I haven't been, I said, I don't think we've been to a blast game in at least 30 years. Yeah. I said, because I can't. I don't, I don't recall ever going. Oh, I went. Bert and I went together when we were like seven years old. But not with our father. Uh, maybe, our father would never take us to a soccer game. Are you kidding me? Maybe. Remember back then we had no football. But so still, we only had baseball. Still, dad always hated soccer. So, yeah, I, you're right. I probably went with Bert's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Every kid in the neighborhood always played soccer growing up, but not us. We weren't allowed. Soccer was, you played baseball, you played basketball. I, I played, uh, you know what, I, I prepared all these uh, icons of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Did not prepare anything for the blast. I did not think we'd get into <laughs> well, the blast. Okay. But I did play uh, one season of intramural soccer. Oh, good for you. So I played a little bit. Good for you. And you played in Africa. So we were like soccer pros. That's true. I played goalie. Right. I was I was the tallest and I had no other skills. So and I was you goalie. played against little kids. Yeah. Not high schoolers. Who were pretty darn Bigger good. and better than it, you. It wasn't like that time when I taught Sarsberry Middle School and the teachers played a bunch of 8th graders and they beat us. It wasn't like that time. But that happened too. You know what? I, I played with some kids in Africa too. And what's impressive with the kids in Africa is they're in bare feet and just juking you left and right. And yeah. it, you, you, you're in your shoes just sliding. Yeah. That's true. Uh, let, so I want to I talk about 2016 as a whole. We'll get into. Do you guys want to start with the Ravens, or do you want to start with the Orioles? How do you want to do this? Uh, let's start with the Ravens. Let's, Good, get, yeah. let's get rid of the bad, yeah, and yeah. then we can hope for the future. All right, let's start with the, let's start with the Ravens. They they lost to the Steelers. Uh, Josh, Josh, you and I watched it together, and this was this will be this will be the iconic moment of two, the 2016 Ravens season. It's going to be that image of an Antonio Brown stretching, reaching that ball over the end yep. zone. Uh, for a touchdown, six inches, and he doesn't get the touchdown. The clock probably runs out, and they lose. Right. But he reaches that over because he's a great football player and makes a great football play um, and holds it over. And that's going to be, when we think of the 2016 th- season, just like we think about Buck Showalter not putting Zach Britton, right. we're going to think about that play and us not being able to hold Antonio Brown back from putting that ball over the end zone. That's it, right? It is. It is. And it's it's one of those plays where you don't, 
expect to lose that way because whenever you see someone reach out like that in a pile, they get the ball knocked out or something. Especially with three guys right, right there too. Right, and, and it's, it, it was it's Weddle who's always around the ball who who hits hard. Kinda, yeah, I kind of figured that he would be. You know, he'd either pop the ball loose as he was reaching. Or, you know, he would at least clamp his arms down. I feel like if he would have – if you see the replay, he, I mean, he grabbed the face mask. But yeah. <laughs> I think if he grabs the arm – Instead of the face mask. Yeah. But then yeah. we were – I was talking to my buddies yesterday how – you know, I was wondering because they didn't call the face mask on the play. Yeah. What if oh, – was, I just lost it. If he didn't go in and they called the and face mask, they, they the get one mask. play They get one play on the, on the zero. Well, there was still line. like seven seconds left. So the clock would have stopped at that point. If the, uh, if they called the, and they yeah. Didn't ha- yeah, with the penalty, yeah. Right. And then we started, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just that game, it's so much represented how this Ravens season has gone. And even that play, the fact that he had three guys on him and all the Ravens had to do was hold him and push him back and just by inches he he gets that stretch to him. Um, but, the, but really, should we even be – talking much about that the real play is the decision earlier with Kyle Juszczyk what decision and with Kyle Juszczyk whether or not to go in the end zone that's oh, not a decision I think you have to yeah yeah you, you always always yeah. always always and I was screaming you know I was screaming that you should take a knee at the you one you were saying during the but, game you were saying yeah, I was, take a knee on the one because I've seen it happen too many times with, with, with Big Ben driving down with a minute left or any quarterback driving against the Ravens with a minute left when you go into pre-fend defense. It happens every time. And I knew the second Kyle Juszczyk scored, I knew we lost the game because <laughs> that's just how it works. But you, you can't take a knee at the one, right? Like, you have to take the points. Who knows what happens if Flacco fumbles, you know. Yeah, some, or, or, or like if you, that. our offensive line isn't a studs if no. you don't get in. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's not like you got a big bruising back back there. I mean, yeah. would Kenneth Dixon probably, have, you know, put it in? More than more than not, with four shots to one, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I you just can't. I think you have to score that, and I, I don't think Kyle Uzcheck is thinking as he is, you know, running down. I think he he got tripped too, or he bowled some guy yeah, over, yeah. and so he kind of like put his hand down. Crawling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put his arm down to kind of crawl. Um, I don't think he's thinking. Oh man, do I put my knee down or right. do I stay down? I I mean. He's a football player that he's been taught to score that his right. entire life. And that was my my I He's agree. a Harvard guy though, isn't he? Well, okay. And I agreed <laughs> with you guys. And and I did the Locked on Ravens podcast with Ken McCusick, Mr. Film Study, uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And he was adamant that it was a horrible coaching decision that they the in the headsets it should have came, hey, drop it to one if you get through. Oh really? He yeah. thought that. He I just, said, yeah. Wow, that that's surprising. So he says that that it's a play that the Ravens should have practiced, should have known to be in this situation, and that he says that uh, your chance of scoring, your chance of winning the game increases by ending on that one. If you end on that, stop on that one, you have a 63% chance of winning. If you score, you have a 55% chance of winning. Yeah, that's interesting. Because at that point, you just need a field goal to tie. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they, it's not like they had to drive all the way down for a touchdown. I mean, they did. But even just a field goal would have, would have tied at that point. Yeah, that's that's interesting that from the, the mathematical standpoint, that, that makes right. sense to me. Yeah, and so it, the math. But makes but no sense. coach, no coach is going to tell the player to, to go score. out the one. No, exactly. No coach is doing that. Right, right. You're not. It's way different than telling a, de- a defensive guy to go down, especially any time yeah. when you're behind and you need to score. You always go for the point. And and if you if you go down the one, what you're saying to to your defense is we we're, we're telling you're telling the defense yeah, you suck. You can't stop them for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, drive we, all we down the field. Now, we don't trust the defense to make a stop. Yeah, now, the unfortunate thing is we shouldn't have trusted the defense. No, second half they 
they they were they were bad and I I I I don't think this game kind of represents. I thought we played really well. Uh, it's a weird game because at times they played really well, at times they played really bad. Yeah. The defense in the fourth quarter was horrible. But the defense all year, I feel like, has been somewhat inconsistent. And we blame it sometimes on the offense because the offense isn't on the field that much, and so the defense is on the field a lot more. But we've seen the defense come out and start out strong, stopping the opponents for the first few drives. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. The so this is, is this is part of the course thing with the defense. I right. thought Joe Flacco played really well. I thought mm-hmm. I thought Tavon Young had a great game. I mean Antonio Brown was pretty quiet until the end of that game. It was it was the first half I think he had like one catch yeah. for like seven yards yeah. or something so like that. So that, yeah. that just exploded. Right. So that gives me hope for like next year is young guys like that and Stanley on the on the line. Flacco seemed to did you notice that Flacco seemed to get better the second half of the year? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I I think at this point we know who Flacco is. He's inconsistent. He'll have really good games, have really good series of games, and have right. really bad games too every year. He, you you can win a Super Bowl with him. He's, he's yeah. shown that, and I, so that's I think all you want. But and he's I, not he's not an, an an elite. He's not a Tom Brady kind right, of guy. Right. But but we got through a season with him yeah. healthy. Yeah. After coming off the injury, so I think that gives us hope for next year. Um, but we got a lot of old guys, and those old guys I think tired out in the fourth quarter of this game. As in Elvis Dumerville, Terrell Suggs. Eric Weddle's an older guy. Mm. Eric Weddle. But the, the secondary had a pretty good game all around. Not at the end, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I think it was like the beginning of the fourth quarter where there were like two or three plays in a row where Brown was just wide open. And it was, I mean, yeah, yeah wide open. Days. Yeah. And like now like, within five yards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, because I mean, they were running the crossing routes <laughs> and there was no one around him. And right. I'm like, this is, this is insane because. He's the best football player maybe in football. And it wasn't like and a blown coverage no or anything. No. Like the, the, the guy was there. Yeah. He was he just, just expecting him to go straight to down the field. I don't know. Fly yeah, right every time. Sharice Wright. I mean, I remember they showed some replays, and Sharice Wright just yeah. did not. I mean, he looked he looked terrified out there, and I'm sure he was. It hurt not having J- Jimmy Smith. Yeah, it would have been a different outcome without Jimmy yeah. Smith. The Steelers scored four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Oh, really? That was yeah, all in the fourth quarter? Yeah. So outside of, if you remember, they had that first drive that they scored on yeah. where we didn't look that good, but then we came back right away. Yeah. Then it was Ravens dominated that game, and it looked like, I remember at one point watching the game and saying, if we score a touchdown here, it's locked up. This game's over. Right. We didn't. We got a field goal. Right. And it was and it was an entertaining game, though, and that's Ravens-Steelers, it's always great. And and from that standpoint, it's exactly what I expected three-point game or it ended up being what a four-point game mm-hmm. um with extra point but coming right down to to the end just a as a football fan if you don't if you don't care for the ravens or, or the steelers just watching football it's a great right. game and they're always great games yeah i texted a steeler friend after the game and said that that's all we want from ravens steelers that's what makes this rivalry great is every game truly comes down to inches mm-hmm. yep. we, we always say baseball is a game of inches that football game was a game of inches yeah great a great ending can we talk about the, the last play for the Ravens, where on TV all they're doing is talking about how great of an arm Joe Flacco has and, and how he has a great deep ball, and then it's so like irritating. a 20-yard dump off. <laughs> so irritating. Like, I, or were they really going to score on a hook and ladder? Right. It's like I, I, w- I remember thinking, like, that's it. Like, that was the play call. The season ends on, that, yeah, on a but, but, 20-yard dump off. But that kind of represented the whole year. Every year we would need 10 yards. Third and ten, and Joe would throw six. Yeah. So of course, when we need to throw the hail mary, and we have the guy with the best arm in football, he's going to throw a dump off. It was just funny because you know it was Tony Dungy and I think Doug Flutie, and they're saying, "Oh, his, you know, his deep ball, he can yeah. throw it. We've seen it before." Right. And everyone's kind of getting ready, you know, to see him drop back and just chuck it. 
and he just kind of like lobs it over the middle. Right, and yeah. because we've also Weird. we've we've won games with that miracle arm before. Yeah, remember that it. that game in Denver and stuff. Years oh, ago. and you see it every time. You see it happen a handful of times every year. Usually with Aaron Rodgers, but someone mm-hmm. else like Dalton gets did it the hell Mary. With you know, yeah. Who knows if the ball gets tipped up in the end zone? Who knows? Like, yeah. who knows what's right. At happen. least give a shot. Mm-hmm. That, a twenty-yard pass. That's like a one percent shot, but a one percent shot is better than I don't know what that was. Right. It's like it's. I don't know. It was like a schoolyard play. Where it was. Like, it was a give-up play. Have yeah. you ever seen a hook and ladder? Has that ever worked? Yeah, I. I mean, I'm sure it has, but. I mean, it, we can name the Hail Marys that have worked. Yeah. I it's hard to name any hook and ladders that's worked. I no. thought that was a very strange play. I think ball. you had a better chance giving the ball back to Kyle Juszczyk and letting him truck through all the guys all the way down the field than, yeah. than that little pass. So so that was a bad coaching decision. Is John Harbaugh at this point on the hot seat? Is he is he a guy that we need to we need to reevaluate where, where this team – I mean, this is – last I, year was terrible. Right. We blamed all the injuries. This year we stayed relatively healthy for the most part. And we're missing right. out in the playoffs again. It's this is not a team that's supposed to miss the playoffs. It's been four years since we won the Super Bowl. Four seasons since the Super Bowl. Okay. One of those seasons we sneaked into the playoffs. Right. Other um, than that, we've missed the playoffs every yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. That's not good. No, no. And I mean, all right, they're probably going to go out what end the season what nine, nine and seven. Hopefully, maybe eight and eight if they don't play their stars, which yeah. hopefully they don't. Uh. I don't think Harbaugh's on the hot seat. I, I've been saying all season I think he's on the hot seat. But I think I think it's you don't want to change things with Joe. And I think Joe's the quarterback. He's you've been in so many other things. You're gonna change the offensive coordinator. We all know Marty's gone. It's right. gotta be. Right, he's gone. He's gone. And if and we've never asked John Harbaugh to be a quarterback's coach. He's a game management coach, which gives me some more issues that I've seen some horrible game management this season. But again, why but our offense has been good with really good offense coordinators. Yes, um, Kubiak, Kubiak he was really good. good, right? Um, and, and didn't we have a good one with Camp Cameron? I think too as offense. Co- no, that was bad. That we, ended poorly. No. We yeah. we had a good we had a good offense <laughs> but, with Jim I think, Zorn. I think <laughs> with Jim Zorn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> of Redskins vein. Yeah. Uh, but but Kubiak is pretty much it. Is there a way to get him back? No. I, what about North Turner? He's available. He'll be available. Yeah, he's gonna. Be, he's gonna. I mean, feel like a lot of money though. Yeah, but if, if there's anything, Steve Bashotti will spend money on. Coaches don't hit your cap line. Okay, so sure. so John Harbaugh stays. Eric, I, I are, think are, are you good with John Harbaugh staying? I think so. I mean, yeah. I think who out there is is better than him? That like who who are it, they gonna pick up? I mean, yeah. <laughs> isn't that his family motto? I mean, who's better than us? Well, probably. Well, I, I yeah. mean, I heard there was a guy that was just fired in Buffalo that might. Be a good fit. Yeah. But yeah. you've seen, when was the last time? But, I mean, I think the Ravens' defense is fine, but when was the last time Rex did anything with an offense? Yeah. Right. It's, but is there any chance Rex Ryan can suck up his pride a little bit and come back to Baltimore under John Harbaugh? The two worked together well in the past. I would love John that. John Harbaugh top. Uh, Rex a defensive coach. Maybe maybe bring Ed Reed back with him to work with our safeties. I mean, every Ravens fan is going to be calling for the Super Bowl if you bring that, that together. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder. I mean, I don't understand. There's some things I don't understand. I, I don't understand why Oriole fans don't want Mark Trumba back, and I don't understand why. I'll explain that to you later. Okay, on. please do because I really don't get that, and, and I and I don't understand why the Bills fired Rex Ryan. Uh, they were notoriously bad, like consistently right, right. six and ten, mm-hmm. five, five and eleven, 11. Right. since Jeez, the nineties. Every year, yeah. yeah. And then he comes, and and what were they? Five hundred last year. They were eight and eight, and they're. Uh, 
and they're seven and eight this year. Yeah. When he was fired, so they could be five hundred again, and like. They're relevant because Rex Ryan makes them relevant because people talk about yeah. them. It's a big name. Yeah. I didn't even know the Bills had a franchise in the 2000s before Rex Ryan got there. Because and so why would you let him go? It because makes there's no a, sense. To there's me. a thing going on in the NFL where you're attaching your head coach to your quarterback, and they attached uh, Rex Ryan to Tyrod. Taylor. He got a ton of Tyrod Taylor. Right. Right. And Tyrod he did. Taylor is, is he did, but but was a no one in Baltimore who right. turned into a really good start, a decent starter, but a decent starter that they're going to move away from next year. Well, and they just signed him to that extension, I think, before this year. Right, right. I think, they they which, invested. And but, I, I think they did that a little too early. Cause, right, but they did that because of Rex Ryan. Mm-hmm. Because Rex Ryan said, Tyrod's my guy for the long term. So now they're getting they're going to get rid of Rex Ryan and get, take the guy they drafted last year and, and see what AJ he can Manuel. do. Yeah, AJ Manuel. So, I thought they've already decided he's a bum. No? I don't think so. I think uh-huh. they want to give him a, a shot. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, but, yeah, we'd all love to see him come back and focus on defense, which yeah. he's great at. Yeah. I think what he's going to do, I think he goes to TV. Oh, I, think, I think he wants be to great. do, like, a Gruden thing, which, yeah, I think I think he'd be really good, too. I mean, yeah. we see him on Hard Knocks. Everyone loves yeah. him after the Jets series, you know, that, yeah. that season. But I think he knows now, like, man, you can make a lot of money. Right, and on a way this. easier schedule. Oh, my God. Yeah, you work what? One, you know. He's on TV one day a week or something right, like you're that. You're traveling. No announcing. Right. Yeah. No pressure. Have to worry about getting fired. Right. No pressure calling the game. No. no. You just so. get to say after you get to it's pure 2020 coaching. After they make the mistake, then you get to say what you would do. Maybe he takes this year off, does TV, and say next year if Chip Kelly, you know, fizzles out with the 49ers, they reach out to him. Or maybe you know, what about the but, Rams when they move into their new stadium? All they said is they, they want, want a coach big splash, with yeah. a big, you know, a big head coach. A well, big that, game. that's where it gets interesting. That if they can really pull Gruden out of TV, yeah. and bring him back. I think Gruden stays. Yeah, I think Gruden stays. I don't know if Rex Ryan. We talked about the the, the ego thing, liking to be liking to be the center of attention. Him up there with six other other guys. I don't know. He he could totally. Where he has to wait his turn to but, talk. Yeah. But couldn't I you see know. him? Couldn't you totally see him being the next uh, John Madden? Or Charles Barkley, I think. He, yeah. could be, he could be the NFL's version of Charles Barkley. Yeah. Yeah. He sits there and says dumb stuff. But Charles Barkley is kind of funny and clever. I don't know if Rex Ryan's as funny yeah, and witty Rex as has that more... Rex. But again, yeah, it's... He's more serious, but... Right, and we don't know, does he want to still coach? Some people are born and coaches. Can, and can he get a and, head coaching job? And, and Is that what he wants to right, do? Because I don't know if he can get a head coaching job right I now. I don't think he can get a head coaching job. Yeah. But if his passion is coaching, if his passion is, is getting guys to perform above like subpar or above par motivating guys he might suck it up and go back to a defensive coach i don't know if he'll humble himself enough to come back to baltimore uh, I, I don't know if i think the bigger question i don't think john harbaugh would have that see because john harbaugh is a control guy he didn't like the the big voices in the locker room with bolden and um pollard, pollard right and ed reed, and ed reed. he's a control guy which i don't get he's not gonna want and i don't think he's gonna want rex yeah and, well see you say that but we've also talked about how Harbaugh is a guy who he's not on the hot seat, but you got to question some stuff. So you could totally see Steve Bashotti coming down and saying, "We're we're bringing in Rex. Our I'm, defense, I'm our, this yeah, I'm now, making yeah. this call. Work with him. Our defense needs some excitement. Our offense needs something. I'm picking your coaches. You think if Rex did come, is that would that be Harbaugh kind of looking over his shoulder, thinking, "Man, next year, if I, you know, if they say they start out zero and five. Is he going? Oh crap! Well, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get canned, and they're gonna, you know, I got this right. this old head coach right behind me. I don't know because you gotta also think that. Remember the whole reason like Rex left Baltimore and stuff is because he saw he, he thought he deserved that job, mm-hmm. but yeah. then I don't know. It worked out okay for both of them. 
Harbaugh has been great uh, here. Worked out great for the Ravens. And Rex Ryan's done fine in New York and Buffalo. And he's, yeah, he's had a couple jobs. But I, I don't. Do you think he? I don't think he gets another head coaching job. I think he can. I th- Who? I mean, because it's gonna have to be another lovable loser that that he can. That's what, uh, you know, um, but you're right. A, desper- a, desper- a desperate, a desperate owner who wants to be re- relevant, right? Yeah, or a guy who sees, oh, you took Buffalo out of nowhere. I mean, a lot of coaches get fired every year. Maybe Cle- Bruce Cleveland Arians steps Cle- down in a few years. You know, yeah. he's getting older. Who's coaching Cleveland? Cleveland could use that. They just have a new guy. Hugh, yeah, I don't Jackson. Know. Hugh Jackson. Oh, right, yeah, he, right. They just got him. He's good. He, he won, so he's not. Yeah, fired he won the game. Year. Yeah, but I think there's a better chance. That another former Super Bowl defense coordinator comes back to the Ravens as defense coordinator than Rex Ryan. Marvin Lewis? And I think there's a better chance that Marvin Lewis comes See, back than than. I don't Rex understand. Ryan. I I think Marvin Lewis should be fired, right? I think I, I just mean, he I took just the, saw a tweet that said that there he intends to return to the Bengals in 2017. That makes no sense. The Bengals I, don't fire people. No, they, no, they don't. But the Bengals, you know what he did to the Bengals. What Rex Ryan did to Buffalo? Uh, a little more, a little more. I he mean, they actually made the, the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've made the playoffs. Never won, right? But they made it. But but now they're they're bottom feeders again. The only thing that saves them is the fact that the worst team in football is in their division with yeah. the Browns. Yeah, but they still have a lot of good core players. I mean, that they're one of the most. But, their, but roster is, their, their roster every teams. year is one of the most talented. Yeah, uh, right. you know, one through fifty-three. But so. isn't that a Absolutely. reason? Isn't that That's, a reason to fire your head coach? Especially after what eight or nine years, where it's just like, all right, this is right. we're just kind of spinning. Yeah, this is here. kind of how good you can we, get. We Let's, give you everything, and you can't win. Yeah, there, there are they almost like a, the Nationals, where except the you Nationals, look at the roster every year, yeah. and you're like, man, this team is really, you know, they have all the pieces, and then come the playoff times, they, you know, they pee down their leg and. Yeah. Nothing's going on there. Or the yeah. Capitals, just like any DC team. Yeah, yeah you could do team. that. Right. A little bash on DC. Though the Redskins have a shot at the playoffs and we don't, so. Yeah. What can you do? That's because Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So next year is the big year, though, for, for John Harbaugh, right? You got to make the playoffs next year. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. he misses the playoffs next year. He's probably out. Yeah. And that may be one of those, because how long he got there in what, 07? I, I think when did Billick it, it was. I think he has one year left on his contract. His next year might be the last year of his contract. Yeah, I don't think those contracts matter all that and much. And what is yeah. right? And I think Joe has two years left on his contract, two or three. Again, so he might. Have, I think he has longer than that. But okay. it's the, it's that it's point where you like cut him, right? Right. But I mean, yeah, you get to the point of that of yeah, you either pay him out and yeah, get it. However, it works with football. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you eat whatever money you can. Right. I mean, there are some issues with John Harbaugh. Like, we always talk about it every week. The time management, the clock ma- management, and how this team does not know how to play under two two minutes. And there's, and there's an issue, it seems like, every week with this stuff. But it also makes you wonder, could an, is that an offensive coordinator move? Well, the clock uh, management is the, the coach. The clock the management coach. is the coach. But the speed of your offense in a two-minute drive, that's your coordinator. Maybe for one week, but what happens week after week isn't sure. the head coach's yes. job to address yeah, issues like Year that. after year, too. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it's always – I mean, you rarely see any sense of urgency with the team. Yeah. Um, g- getting up to the line, you know. What, what was it? What was the game um, – it's like a few weeks ago, everyone was complaining that yeah, Joe's walking up to the, the line. The whole the whole team is walking to the line. Yeah, they're, right. they're like down 10 or something like that, and there's like two minutes left. Oh, was it, was it the Patriot game? Yeah, yeah, I think it was kind of walking up with like three minutes left, and then they end up getting a field goal, and everyone kind of complained about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So if you if you wanted to fire him, like you could find reasons to justifiably fire John Harbaugh. Yeah, I don't think it would be a a shock. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't be oh my god they fired you know Harbaugh. It would be ah okay I (laughs) I can kind of see that. 
Yeah, you so. guys are funny. I just went to profootballtalk.com, the headline that just posted a couple minutes ago. Don't expect John Harbaugh to be this year's surprise firing. Yeah, no, and we said and that. And that's what we were just saying. We don't expect it. Though, and I kind of feel a little bit like Buck Showalter, too. Like, okay, we all recognize Buck Showalter probably should have played Zach Britton. Uh, well, he should have played. He should have put Zach Britton in. He has a couple kind of issues like that where I wish he would use his bullpen better. But overall, he's his team performs really well. So we put up with a couple of the minor stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I said, right. I don't think there's anyone out there. You're not going to get better with anyone that's out there right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, when everyone was, you know, putting trying to get Buck fired last year, they, oh, you know, it was like you know the normal early September, um, we want Buck fired, and it's like, well, who who else is out there? Who's going to make this team better right now? And the answer yeah. is no one. Yeah. For, for both for both teams, and right it's now. it's the same thing with everyone complaining about Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. It's we've got a known source. You always want. We're not going to go and do just take someone who might not be this good. Yeah. And you always, like, you judge the guys you have more than other teams. Absolutely. Like, you talked to Redskins fan about Kirk Cousins and the performance he put up against the Eagles a couple weeks ago, and they were, like, done with Kirk Cousins. And then, of course, he backs mm-hmm. it up with a really good game against the Bears. But, like, other fan bases go through the same thing. There's only a very few handful of quarterbacks who are kind of immune from this this, this talking, the fans second-guessing their, their starting qu- 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 quarterback. So, yeah, it is what it is. Believe me, being a Titans fan and – Going through all the quarterbacks that I've oh, seen, yeah. I would kill to have, or I would have, yeah, like I would have killed to have a stable quarterback. Like I, you know, I yeah. watched Zach Mettenberger and Rusty Smith. And <laughs> the, the one year that Kerry Collins was good, and and the guys like that, Jake Locker. So that I remember hearing Ravens fans freak out about Flacco throwing, you know, for thirty eight hundred yards and twenty five touchdowns, and I was like, I would do anything to have a guy like that yeah. on my team. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. And how many people would love – how many teams would love John Harbaugh or Buck Showalter oh, absolutely, yeah. to, run, to run their team? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if Harbaugh did get fired, he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to hang up the phone before his, his phone was ringing. Well, and that, offers. that's – Oh, this, yeah, for head coaching uh, yeah, that's, oh, absolutely. That's, that's what this article says. I just As I just skimmed it, he's saying there's no way Steve Bishotti hire, fires John Harbaugh. But John Harbaugh might be tired of being in Baltimore after nine years – and four struggling years because he is such a competitive guy and because there's such an awesome new coaching job opening up in L.A. that he could try to get out to go to L.A. <laughs> That's dumb, though, right? Right, of course. Have you seen the L.A. team play? Right. If you're, if you're upset about the, you, your team not winning, right, you, right. you're not going to go to L.A. when they have hardly any pieces yeah, there. Yeah, and like, why would you want to take over a quarterback who's, you know, I mean, he was a number one pick for a reason, but he's looked bad. He's looked like, bad. He's lo- I mean, I don't know, like that you're starting off with it's like trying to build a car and you have just the wheels like you have to do everything mm-hmm. for that and try yeah. and build that up. So. It'd be like starting back with Joe Flacco again his, his rookie season when you had a good defense and you just tried to say don't make mistakes. Did Flacco look that bad though? No, no, he's, no. He's, Flacco he's was a surprise. Well, St. Louis has a really yeah, well, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, Los Angeles. I said St. Louis. Los Angeles has a really good defense though, uh, and no weapons either. I mean, let you think Tavon Austin's a yeah, killer Tavon weapon. Austin and I mean Todd Gurley, but. He didn't look that, you know. Averaging two yards year. to carry yeah. this year. He ruined probably a lot of people's fantasy teams. Last, last, yeah. last thing on the on the Ravens. All right, and then we'll get off and then we'll talk some Orioles. T-Sizzle, Terrell Suggs. Unnoticeable that he was even in the game on Sunday. The only times you saw him were when they showed him, like, standing there on the sideline. Re- way out of breath. Yeah, yeah. He was giving pep talks. He looked like an old man. Hips, yeah. You know, he had nowhere to be seen. Right, all the signs of I'm worn out. Does he come back next year? 
Sure. If he wants to. For a pay cut, probably. I don't know what his, well, I don't know what his deal is, but he's. It's only whether we release him or keep him. It's a one million dollar difference. How many sacks did he have this year? Four. Eight. Uh, eight. Eight. Hey, I, I, then I feel pretty good at saying four. I right. know we had. I know we had the low, like three second lowest, fumbles, eight sacks. We had the second lowest of sacks in in football. I know that. I, I mean, I could any and people say, and this is what the guys like to like film study. Ken, Ken McCusick say, I don't know how true this is, but he sets a really he sets a really good edge for running backs. Uh, we right. saw Bell juke him one time and get around that outside. But f- people say he's really good at the run game. So maybe even if you do something where I know he's he's kind of got his name for being a pass rusher, but maybe you do like a first down, second down type right. thing. Give him some st- and bring in another guy for thir- bring in because Doomerville was like a third down only right. guy. Mm-hmm. So maybe you find someone like that to be a third down only guy. Right. Doomerville's the big cap hit, so he's probably gone. Which is fine. Which would mean, which would lead to leaving Suggs in for that leadership, even if it's in a lesser role on the field. Yeah. You think Suggs is a Hall of Famer? Oh, that's a great question. 114 and a half career sacks, um, seven interceptions. I mean, he's at 762 tackles. Or, no, I'm sorry, 535 tackles. I, I've, I he's can't. been in the league a long time. Right. I mean, yeah, it's this is, is came Suggs? in 03. All that right. was the Kyle Bowler draft. Was that? Think about that. I think so. I'm pretty sure it was. All right. Is Suggs I, – I get here's where I get torn with Terrell Suggs. Is he overrated because he played with Ed Reed, uh, Ray Lewis, and that squad that we put him in that group all the time? Or is he underappreciated because he was overshadowed by those guys for so much, so long? And I can't figure out mm-hmm. how good Suggs really is. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. I, I think he was – in his prime, he was great. I think he's great. He's one one of the best pass rushers in, in his prime, in those you know four or five years ago. So I, for me, I think he's I think he is, but I'm biased. I I think he's he's been great for as long as he's been great. And Hall of Fame is that thing, right? Like how good are you? But then how right. long have you been good? When yeah, like when I think of Hall of Fame, I think of like he was one of the top three or four at his position for an extended period of time for five or six years. I mean, he was he was really good. If you look back yeah. at some of those years. And then that, that, that's where I'm just I'm not familiar enough with the NFL uh, Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and and how they vote and all that. Um, he he may get it. He won't. Be, I don't think he'll be a first rounder, but right. I think he could get in eventually. Yeah, he's got, and, he's got my vote. And yeah, he's got he's got what one? He only has one ring, right? Yeah, because he was in there, there came, for the first one. In, he came he after was in the 2003 came, draft. Yeah, so there was a year so, after. Okay, that's a pretty good pickup after. Uh, to pick up a guy like that after you win the Super Bowl, when you're way down on your draft pick, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, yeah. I mean, I mean, we talked about it before. Like that was um, that was Ozzie Newsom and Ozzie we trust. That was, it was his thing to take these middle round to late round guys and turn them into stars. I mean, all those stars. We talk about go back to like Ray Lewis and stuff. None of them were number one, number two picks. They were so, all middle guys. Does it feel like five years since we won the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's about right. I, I think it's it's time that uh, it is time where the Ravens need to make the playoffs next year, make a push. There's no more that that Super Bowl high is long gone. A lot of the players on the on the team now weren't on that Super Bowl mm-hmm. team. I think they, what do they normally say? Like the for a coach at least, the Super Bowl kind of washes away after five years. And it's it, like after it, that, like. It's like the Super Bowl gives you like a five year extension automatically. Right. And that's why I mean that's why Tom Coughlin stayed with the Giants. Like, oh well he won us the Super Bowl in two thousand seven right. and then like 
they magically turn it on and yeah, and, and, that, you know, and I mean, yeah, Harbaugh got an extension right after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Um, as a fan, it felt like it, it's wearing out. That it's like, all right, we we need another one. Mm-hmm. So it totally makes sense that that's where we're at as a team right now. Yeah, I mean, that's five years. You talk about a long time. Try not winning one since 1983. Now that's a long time. I got that thrown at me when uh, someone someone tweeted that the Orioles have uh, made the playoffs more than uh, the Ravens have since 2012, and I just tweeted football town, and someone said, "Oh, when was the last time the Orioles won the World Series?" <laughs> 1983. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what you want me to say to that. That's, that's the truth. I, I don't know how to compare the two stats. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, it's it fo- was more it's... me just throwing salt in the wounds of right. you know Ravens fans, but people. You talk about Pittsburgh people getting upset with uh, you, you talk about the terrible towel. In this town, if you call it a baseball town or a football town, that's when you it, see people. It makes no you know, sense. No, and it's it such a silly argument. It really is, but it, it definitely gets under some people's skin. So we we got some action in the in the chat room. A lot of shout outs for RDT. Um, Jacob Rock says uh, Harbaugh won't be fired, but his seat is definitely getting very hot. I think it's accurate. I think we agree with that. Um, Jared Christensen says the NFL is a revolving door of coaches. He will find another job somewhere. I don't know they're talking about Rex Ryan, maybe. Um, and then he also says, Ayo, what up, RDT? Little shout out for RDT right there. He's a Raiders fan. Um, then Colt so. Miller says, Chicken Tenders RDT. That must be some kind of inside yeah. thing. If you could not bring your inside things in this <laughs> in this podcast, I'd appreciate it. Um, and then Chris Beckcraft says, Flacco is the most overrated and overpaid quarterback. So that, and yeah. that, and, and those that, people that, are out there. Like, yeah, fine. that's what people say. Fine. Yeah. That, yeah. Is he overpaid? Sure. Right. Keep, Everyone keep in the NFL in. is right. overpaid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially at the quarterback position because right. you, right. you, is, is that you need Andrew, one. <laughs> yeah, is that the end who kept checking in? Yeah. Yeah. He, so, right. I agree. Overpaid, overrated. Agree, agree. I still would rather have him than half the guys in the league. So right. I'll go with him. Yeah. We'll, I'll agree with that. All right. By the way, going into next season, Kirk Cousins is going to be the highest paid player in NFL history. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, and think of, think know. about if people were that upset when Flacco think, got it. Right. Yeah. Do you think I, Snyder, it's the nature think, of the beast? Do you think Snyder pays him that? I do. Or do you think he goes to like L.A.? No, I think they. I think the Redskins pony it up. I mean, you, they've you, had more success in the last you know two or three years with him than before. I mean, RG three looked like he was going to be a face of the NFL, and then now he's yeah, that's now, now he's, the field in Cleveland. Right. With all that downfall is insane. The RG three downfall. He could have run for the mayor of DC, and he would have won. He would yeah. have had ninety nine percent of the vote, and yeah. now it's. I mean, what is it? Three years His later. Rookie year. His are, rookie year. Was yeah. Well, that that's what happens when you play the Ravens. You just yeah, they destroy good. your career. The best the best quote I, I I heard from that hit or that I guess that game is someone asked Haloti Nada. I was like, do you think he'll ever forget that? You know, the time you hit him, and he goes, would you remember? Would you forget if you got hit by a truck? Right. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a good quote. That's I a like good quote. That. It ruined it ruined his career in DC. It did. I mean, he. And, and now he's at Cleveland, where there's no way you come back as a star in Cleveland. Somehow he got a two-year, $15 million deal, though. Yeah, but he's been hurt. I mean, he did get them their first win. Did, didn't he get a concussion he, he last did, game? Yeah. yeah. So oh, oh, did he, get the, he yeah, was he out? Yeah, he got a concussion. And before you didn't then. see his, his girlfriend. Um, people were tweeting him, like, oh, I feel better. You know, he got a concussion. And she's like, no, he doesn't. And they were like, the Browns just announced that he's in concussion protocol. Oh, really? And she goes, <laughs> I'm glad you're listening to the team and not Robert. And she's, uh, like, tweeting this out to people who are like, oh, feel better. You know, we're praying yeah. for you. And she's like, he doesn't have a concussion. I don't know what you're talking about. So it's like, all right. That always gets uh, – with the spouses and the Twitter always yeah, a little bit awkward. Yeah, spouses you know? and Twitter never goes well together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. That, that's enough That's enough Ravens talk. Can we talk about some Orioles stuff? Can we kind of look back 
This is uh, the last episode of 2016, which I think I can speak on behalf of all the listeners there. It's been a great year all around. Everyone's had a great 2016. Every time we've had a big game, it sucks. Yeah. Whether it's Orioles, Ravens, Terps. Yeah. Yeah. And people want to focus on all the people who died in 2016. I like to focus on the millions of babies we've had in 2016. Yep. Okay? That, that will go on to be the next great singers and actors. The babies. The babies? It's about the children's. Yeah. I, I thought you were focused on the 2017 babies. Yeah. I, there, there's going to be some good babies then, too. But, um, yeah, it's funny how it's like, is 2016 in Baltimore the year of second guessing your coach? Yeah. Whether it's Buck Showalter leaving Zach Britton. Or John Harbaugh and Kyle Juszczyk or everything John Harbaugh has done. And yeah, it's, uh, it's the nature of fandom now, right? It's, oh, it's it's, it's the nature of of, tele- of television sports. Uh, there's so many camera angles and so many replays. Mm-hmm. And then you got the internet and Twitter, and yeah. it's just, you're asking for it. Well, we would always voice our opinions before anyway. We would go to the game, and we'd, I mean, right. we'd put it on Twitter now. But before, we would go to the game, and we would second guess Sure, the, sure. The, the decisions of David Johnson, uh, but now we have. Twitter but now, what there. happens when we go to an Oriole game? Yeah, and they go and there's a close play. What do we do immediately? Everyone hops. We on We pop on the phone, go on Twitter to yep. see what the TV replay looked like. Yeah, especially if we're in like a TV blackout or uh, uh, whatever replay blackout. Yeah, where they can't show the replays. Right. Then we're going on there because everyone has a better angle of the game than Buck Showalter. Plus, you, I mean, you sit there and you can rewind it and put it in slow motion. So, yeah, right. I mean, it's like it's like you're in the, the TV booth now. Like, you can have that right. slow motion rewind right. and zoom the, in. The games aren't called by robots yet, but we all can use robots to second guess every ref, every ump, every coach. So I, so I wrote down seven things that kind of stuck out to me from the 2016 Orioles baseball season. And right. I'm sure – I was just thinking about this today, and I'm sure I left some stuff out – but here, here are seven either big things or big moments uh, for me in the 2016 season. And I ranked them one through seven. Okay. I'll do it uh, David Let- Let- Letterman style and so start from seven. start at seven? Yeah. Uh, it was Trey, Trey Mancini who hit his, his, his first uh, three starts. He had three dongs. His first two hits, I think, were, were both dongs. And that was fun to see a rookie come up uh, and perform. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, was, that no, fun. That's fun. That's yeah. fun. Good guy. Um. Very interested to see how that's going to impact next year. Number six, I had David Ortiz uh, when he got the gift of the broken phone. That made me laugh, chuckle. <laughs> Except that's a lame thing. It's your top seven moments. That's, that's, that's well, it's not, not like he went to the World Series or anything, Josh. Right, but right? number six is giving Ortiz a broken phone. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Number five, and, and to symbolize that he is out of here. Leaving off after having one of his best seasons. Right, can we attach to that the fact of all of the Oriole villains who are gone? Oh my! Yeah, it's, that, it's, Jose Batista's out of Toronto. Where is, is Jose Sarah. Batista? Well, we don't know where he's at yet. No, we don't know where he's at yet. He doesn't have a job, so he's so he mean, could he still could be with the could be with the Yankees, could be with the Red Sox. All right, could be with the Orioles. That but, could be I mean, out. He, all right, we'll hold right. on that one. But the fact that uh, A Rod's gone, Jeter, Jeter's gone, Ortiz to Shara, Ortiz to Shara, that's, that's the Mount Rushmore of Orioles villains. Yeah. I that's, know. That's a who are we supposed to boo with the Yankees? Sanchez? I don't, I don't even know this kid. Right, Jason right, right. Grilly is number one. He's my uh, <laughs> Jason Grilly. Yeah, Jason Grilly. Why? He's my public enemy number one. Why? I hate him. I just hate him. Is there something? Is there something that happened that I missed? Like he just his, the way he like hops off the mound in the seventh inning after mm. striking one guy out and like is pumping his chest when his team is down by three runs. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean he like he did that. Um, 
He did. I think it was a game against Seattle. They were like down two to one in the eighth inning, and he struck some guy out, and he like almost cart flipped or like cartwheeled off the mound. And I was yeah. like, dude, can, calm down, man. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're a middle reliever. And like that's def- like you don't see Brad Brock going out there and like pumping his chest and like almost ripping his jersey open. You're right, because he's a middle so, reliever. Yeah, like, occasionally see a closer get the final out and do yeah, something. Yeah, like I I, did, I remember I just saw a clip of Chapman a few years ago who right. literally Summer did front up. rolls yeah. to like home plate right. after he got a save. Yeah, but. That's different. You throw one of the three. Like, and Rodney did the whole arrow. Yeah, put you in the except, arrow. except that, that that made me hate Rodney. The arrow. Never a problem with that, but yeah, Jason Grilly's my uh, number one until Jose Bautista finds another another. Yeah, I so. figure in. I'm just gonna hold out and I'm just gonna hate the pinstripes for the next two years, and then it's Bryce Harper in pinstripes that I yeah. get to hate. Yeah. Uh, or Manny Machado. My my number uh, five was when Manny Machado charged them out against Ventura. That's another good guy to hate. That yeah mm. no that was a lot of fun yeah. So that was That's good. something, yeah. He got suspended and broke his played-in-game streak, which is a shame. <laughs> but um, every Orioles fan can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, my number one for four was the season of Zach Britton, an ERA of 0.54. I mean, that's as good as a season from a closer you will ever yep. see. That's why he needs to be traded. Um, he will never be as good as he is now. Shut up. Shut oh, up. I. Shut up. Number three, you guys are ruining my segment by saying stupid stuff like that. Number three, Hyunsu Kim. Remember his pinch-hit home run? Against Toronto. And his theme song. Oh, and the theme song. Just Chunsu Kim in general. Has and been the 0 like 50 spring training. That was yeah. fun to talk about. The whole yeah. controversy of whether or not he should be on the team. And being benched on opening day and getting booed on opening day. Yeah, yeah, they kept booed. I think that one of the best things that came from this year was the the Korean calls of his home runs. Like after, yeah, yeah, yeah. After he'd hit it, <laughs> you would hear these Korean guys just going crazy. And that was that was one of my favorite. But all right, go yeah. on. Uh, number two, and, and this was almost number one for me, was Dylan Bundy. Cause I and I said it over, I we said it over over and over again. He is like our rule five guy. Right. We hope he pitches for a couple months, and then he'll probably get hurt, and we'll shut him down, and that's fine. But he pitched over a hundred innings. He won ten games. Like that was uh, for a guy who we've put our hopes on for about like the past six years to actually come up and be productive. I thought was huge, and is uh, and it's hopefully a sign for even brighter things to come in the future. But I thought that was huge for the organization yeah. to actually have Dylan Bundy the come fact and pitch that, well. Yeah, and that, again, that bodes well for 2017 where we can now pencil him in into our rotation. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he was way better than we expected to the point that we're like, all right, Dylan Bundy is a viable yeah. star. When at, the, at the beginning of the season, we were like, I don't care if he has the area of 10, just don't get hurt in the first week as of the season. As he right. walks off the mountain with his arm attached. You know, it all yeah, is right. It's a success. But he, all, he did so much more yeah. than that. He it was also, good. It also gave me hope for, all right, maybe Hunter Harvey can still put this together. Yeah. With all his injuries. Three years from now. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> our, our prospects just take the long way to the majors. Right, right. No, many people bought Bundy jerseys four years ago. Yeah. They're still good. Still no, wearing No, nah, he changed his number. That's They're not good anymore. That's a shame. Uh, and my number one thing was just uh, oh shoot I lost uh, that was prime number eight I put a, forgot to put a number but was when Trumbo hit two home runs in the same inning against Texas that was a fun moment at the beginning of the year yeah. uh, that was like in April when he got off to a hot start uh, and Tr- it, just Trumbo's year in general was fun yeah, yeah. it was a lot like, of dongs it was like especially the first half of the year yeah, Did he was, start out his first game I think he went four for four with like a stolen base like, yeah I think on opening day yeah he, <laughs> really? yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot about and, that and he was decent in the outfield. Nah, no, he wasn't. All right, he wasn't horrible in the he outfield. He wasn't Delman Young bad. He wasn't Delman Young. He wasn't Jose Canseco in the outfield. He was yeah. fine. He was still bad enough to say, 
I want to have a different everyday starting right fielder than <laughs> Okay, yes, yeah. yes, okay. yes, sure. Uh, and my number one thing was just the Orioles make, 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 making the playoffs, right? Once again, everyone picked them last. So these are all your- the nerds said, you know, all the nerds said they're going to finish in fifth place because they, they, they have no starting pitching because they can't play defense because they can't get on base. We don't care. We'll just go ahead and we'll make the playoffs again. So these were your like top seven, eight good things. For the Orioles for 2016. Uh, things I remember. Things you remember. Yeah. <laughs> trying, trying to forget the big one. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, who knows how that, that game in Toronto ended. Oh, I just uh, know there was a playoff game. I didn't, I didn't realize. I don't know what happened. I just know there was a playoff game. All I know is there's been three horrible games in Baltimore sports. And I've watched them all with you at my dad's. So we got to stop that. And my favorite headline. I saw this headline when I was kind of looking stuff up, uh, getting ready for the show. Uh, <laughs> from the USA Today, Orioles tie MLB record with four home runs in first inning. Immediately allow five runs in second inning. <laughs> Standard Orioles. Yeah, and the final score of that game was Astros 15, Orioles 8. Yeah. So on the uh, day that they set their record for most home runs in the first inning, the other team. That was, uh, that was a rough one. I remember I, was, <laughs> I wasn't watching it. I was following it along on Twitter, and I'm getting blown up, you know. And they're like, oh, Jones, it's a home run. And then... It was, it was Manny batting second. Right, he Manny. Got a single, and then Trumbo. Tr- like Davis hit a home run, and then Trumbo hits a home run, and I, yeah, I forget who else, but yeah. And then I was like, oh, this game's over. Like this is over. Yeah, four and then that was inning. the Wade Miley. Just like he gave up. Yeah, I think he gave up five, and then he was at Like he didn't even make it out of the second inning. Yeah. And like I thought that my Twitter got. I thought someone hacked Twitter, and I was like, There's no <laughs> way the Orioles are down. Like, and then the, yeah, that yeah. the way they went on to lose that game was not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you guys hear Chris Davis was on uh, 105.7 the other day and made comments about how there's a sense of urgency with this team that they really feel as a clubhouse they need to win in the next year or two. He made this comment in reference to Zach Britton saying he shouldn't, you shouldn't trade Zach Britton. He's the best guy. We need the best guy. You should be adding, not subtracting. Absolutely. Players. Yeah. Absolutely true. Um, but well said. Right. But how does it go? How do you feel as a club in the clubhouse? All right. As Oriole fans, we all see that same urgency of, hey, we have like two-year window. That yeah. win- Now you're in the clubhouse, you also see that two-year window, and your clubhouse isn't bringing in, your, your club's not bringing anyone in? Is that concerning? I, I don't know what you want them to do. And I don't know why this is a, even a story, even a big deal. We all know, like, the Orioles are a mid-market team. They, they can't spend two, uh, $300 million. They, they can't go all Cubs or Red Sox. And we knew that coming in. We knew with all the guys going, you know, arbitration, Scope's making a lot more money, um, Britain's going to make a lot more money, Machado's going to make a lot more money. Like, we knew this was, I mean, this is who we are. Like, we made our bed. We signed Chris Davis to that huge deal. Yeah. Um, we, we made our bed. This is good players going to make more money in arbitration. And, and so this is, not only is this, I don't think, this is not saying we don't care, we're not going to try to take advantage of the next two years. It's saying... This is the reality of who we are. Uh, we're still going to add. They're still going to add a right fielder. They're still going to add a DH. And they're still going to be a good team next year. I mean, I guess if there's anyone who can't question what the team's doing, it's Chris Davis. Because he they ate not, up all the money. They paid him. Yeah. Right. He's got his money. If he wanted that's took, he could give some money back and we could hire, sign a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he and, and good good for him. He 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 got his money. But he, I don't, he I, deserved it. Th- there's nothing that says that this team is not trying to win and not trying to win these next couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna sign. We're gonna sign a Trumbo. We're gonna sign a Batista. We're gonna sign a DH. 
There's still a lot of those big bats. I, I, I still think we we make a deal with the Pirates for McCutcheon. It seems who like they, they, who they give up though. Who do the O's give up? Brad Brock. That doesn't I, get it done. I don't think they. Yeah, I I, well, the I'd I'd like to give up Zach Britton, but maybe you can. It give doesn't up. get it done for Zach Britton either. Pirates. Do, yeah. But the 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 Pirates want to get rid of McCutcheon. They so want to get rebuild, rid of McCutcheon. So they can rebuild. Because they can rebuild. You're not rebuilding right. with a two-year closer. Yeah, they, I think that they're going to want... They, they want prospects. They're going to want a three or four player. Uh, they, they're not trying to rebuild. Yeah. They want pitching. Okay, yeah. And they're he, not trying to rebuild. They're getting rid of McCutcheon because he can't play center field anymore. Right. If you want to get the, 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 the deal done, it starts with Bundy. That's where it starts. No way. It, I, I, it does, Josh. If Bundy's not either Gossman or Bundy, they're going to want that young pitcher. Or, or a guy like Scope, too. Yeah, or scope. Or, you know, I think it's going to be. One it, of those it's not going to be a middle reliever. You're not training a middle reliever for. McCutcheon. Yeah, like, I don't think it's going to be Brock and Harvey and Mancini or something. You know, it's it's. Yeah, and I you, don't think they have the prospects to make that. Yeah, that and it's not like five bad prospects equal yeah, one good prospect. It's like that's what they were talking about, like when they um, when the uh the Sox traded for Pomerantz, and they were like, oh, you know, it, it all it, it, the main guy was like the the um, Red Sox number three guy. And it's like, well, the Red Sox number – and people were mad at the Orioles for not making that move. And it's like the the Red Sox number three player is not equivalent to the right. Orioles number three. <laughs> sure, sure. Like that's not – yeah, that's, you're, that's apples and oranges. Like there's, those are two totally, totally different things. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the idea of trading for someone I – would, I would love to trade for McCutcheon. I just don't think he's realistic. Mm. So I think, I think the Jose Batista thing is kind of intriguing – uh, as it gets later on and people kind of shy away from him because of his age and because of his really bad year last year, I think he becomes a really interesting DH possibility. I'd still prefer bringing Trumbo back. And, and yeah. Because I, I think at this point, I think Trumbo's – I think he's probably a better player than, than Bautista is. I mean – Can I throw out an interesting stat for Jose Bautista? Uh, on base percentage, we know that's a kind of a, a bugaboo with the Orioles. Yeah. Uh, if he last year, he had a bad year. I think his his batting average. I'm looking at it right now was 234. Yeah, he he was banged up in some injury yeah. issues last yeah. year that yeah. are concerning. Yeah, before that, the the three previous years, the five, six previous years for that, he was one of the best players in the game. Arguably, yeah. Yeah. So there's no. I mean, he's old. So is this? You have to ask yourself: Is this? Did he fall off a cliff, or is this just a down year and he can bounce back? Or is the HGH wearing off? Right. You right. Know, something like. Or that. does he need to take a new supplement that they can't test for? Um. But the intriguing stat to me is, from a team that's really struggled with on-base percentage, even with that 234 batting average, he still had an OBP of 366, which would be our second best on our team but yeah. behind Hyunsoo Kim. And what we need is that leadoff hitter who can get on base. Yeah, he wouldn't be leadoff, but he would at least can get on base for you for some of the other guys that hit home runs. Mm-hmm. But, but the fans don't like him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, remember it's true. Don't put don't bother calling us. And if he bats two thirty four for us, we would boo him every game. (laughs) Especially if he's making fifteen million or something like that, like he wants. What what did he originally want? Five for like one seventy five. Well, he said that during the year, and everyone kind of laughed at. But he he, was he was he given a qualifying? He was given a qualifying offer, right? That's another thing. He's he's not going to make that, right? And but he, I mean, that's another thing. If the Orioles, do they really want to go out and spend that? And give up a draft pick for one year of Jose Bautista right now? Four or five years ago, absolutely, but. Like, yeah. that's why when people yeah. were, were kind of having their fit about that whole comment that Duquette made, it's like, they're not saying this to Mike Trout. They're saying this to a 30, what, 35, 36-year-old, right. well, Jose yeah. Bautista, who's coming off an injury-plague season. One of the worst years of his exactly, career. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I wasn't 
but, too upset about it. But that's what was irritating about the comment is that you were blaming the fans when there's a million other reasons. I think that he's which I thought was brilliant. We disagree. I, on that. I right. thought it was brilliant. I think it was, I think it was too. Duquette trying to be silly, trying I think to it was be fun. That, plus, I think it was them saying because if he says the clubhouse doesn't like him. Then you're gonna have a reporter. Well, yeah, you're not gonna Adam say that. Jones and say, "Hey, Adam, who in the clubhouse doesn't like Jose Bautista?" Darren O'Day. Then you're gonna, well, yeah, we all know, and everybody else. You're gonna put them in an awkward spot where he's right. Going, you oh, can't blame the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So I think him saying the fans got some people. And like, if you yeah, if you say yeah, you just can't right. afford them, then all of a sudden then that makes Peter Angelos bad, Angelus and they're doesn't cheap. want to open yeah. a checkbook, and yeah. yeah. They should blame the fans for everything. I think it's right. Always blame the fans. Is Bautista set up to be this year's? Trumbo. That's right. I think Cruz. he might. Cruz. I think he might. Which sucks for him when he could have had a one-year qualifying offer and made decent money. Is that seven, 17? I think he's going to regret not yeah. taking that qualifying yeah, offer. Yeah, because that's, that's $17 million for I, one year. Who's going to give him $17 million? No, he's, he's set to get, what, two, four? Oh, he's going to get more than four. But, I think he'll get more than But that. I think more like eight. Eight to ten, I think, in that range. If it's a one-year deal. But maybe he wants a two and 20. Maybe he can get like a two and 20 or something. Yeah, may, yeah he might um, be able to get a two-year deal. Um. Are you surprised that the guys who are still out there, like Mark Trumbo and Matt Wieters? Explain to me, Josh, why the Orioles shouldn't re-sign Mark Trumbo. You said you were going earlier because I think he's a because, good baseball player, so it makes sense to have good baseball players on your baseball team. Because but he, you disagree. Because he's a long-term. he wants a long-term contract. Oh, so it's a money issue. Right. It, and it, years it's issue. It's a money and years issue and the fact that do you want him as your right fielder every day? No. All right, so you're hiring, you're signing him strictly and put, DH, strictly as DH, and a lot of people, a lot of the, a lot of the, the nerds like to come out of the woodworks <laughs> and talk about his war, right, and why he, we shouldn't sign because right. he's war. What's uh, it good for? Yeah, what is it good for? That's a great question. What <laughs> I don't know why that button's not on here. The, I got to add that one. The the problem is is his war defensive war is like negative eighteen. Yeah, that's a and big so problem. That makes his overall war look really bad. When if you just was just at DH, all right, just at DH, I think last year's war offensive war was like twenty. Like just at DH, he is an above average, not the best hitter in the league. But he's above okay. average DH. All right, how much is he gonna cost me? Ah, uh, I mean, it's who who else wants him? It doesn't sound like anyone else wants right, him. Right, but but he wants a lot. Yeah. So wouldn't I be better off re-signing Pedro Alvarez where, where? and Trey Mancini and going lefty righty? Where where was the the the, the negotiations on, negotiations end last time like four and sixty or something something like that but I mean you go out and Edwin Encarnacion got three for sixty five was it yeah so like you know give him four for fifty million yeah if, if I mean if he takes it and fifty million is a lot of money still I know people you know they said he hasn't had his big contract again gonna be it I mean, it's for a DH you got to remember he's feed, he's only helping on one side of the ball but in a yeah. ballpark like this and all the AL East ballparks where they're so small and you, we know how that ball flies in the summer yeah. like I mean he's built perfectly for this ballpark I think he, the team is built to it's not like the, you know he's not signing with the Royals where they don't do this they don't hit the home runs this right. team is built to hit home runs and if I mean we've seen it if you if you can hit a home run they're gonna put you in the lineup and financially, he doesn't really fit, and what he does doesn't fit with a lot of other teams. Mm-hmm. He can't play in the National League because he's bad at defense. Yep. And in the American League, there's this idea of just hitting home runs is a thing that's becoming less and less attractive. Right, except to Dan Duquette. Yeah, yeah. But like, well, other teams are paying less and less for it, right? Like the Chris Carters and Mark Reynolds of the world mm-hmm. 
are finding themselves uh, having a hard time finding a job. Yeah, Chris with, Carter didn't he got non-tendered right after yeah. beating the NL. And Mark Reynolds is still a free agent, the yeah. sheriff. He's he's out there. And and, and there's a lot. Of, and Pe- Pedro Alvarez is kind of a similar type guy. There's a lot of those power hidden high strikeout guys who aren't as valuable as they once were. Now Mark Trumbo can still hit for a little bit of average. Um, so I think he's more valuable than most of those guys. Right. And he hits more home runs so, than most of those guys. But that, but I, my point is, I think you can get a really good deal on him without giving him the six year hundred million dollar. You can so get they, him they half offered that. they offered four years fifty five million. Yeah, so I would take that right. Like that seems like a decent. I said four fifty, four fifty five. So it could be very much a situation where Mark Trumbull says that's too low, but then he realizes. Well, what like you, Matt Weider's realizing? Are oh, you, <laughs> are you trying to make him the next David Ortiz, like a, just a long term DH, or do you think that if Duquette invests all that money? Fifty-five million dollars. He's your right fielder. No. If you learn anything from last year, you put you put Michael Bourne worst case scenario out there, or you get a guy like Rajay Davis or, or Angel Pagan, yeah, someone like something. that, Joey Rickert, or any or those other Rule Five guys they just signed. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, I'm interested to see the, I'm interested to see how Joey, I mean, how Joey Rickert does. You don't this think year. that for fifty-five million, bump it up to 60, 60 million, you got you could have gotten Encarnacion three yeah, years, sixty million, that, a guy that helps on both sides of the ball. He's I mean he's, he's still an, a bad he's defender. An base machine, he's above though. he's above Trumbo. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I would want him just as strictly DH too. Okay. Out. All right. Um, but you're right; he's better at on base. Yeah, he, he's a better batting average. Much better hitter. Um, his his offensive WAR is is much higher than than, than Mark Trumbo's offensive. Plus, he war. won't be able to hit home runs off right. of uh, Ubaldo when he leaves it right down the middle. <laughs> I don't know; he might still find a way. <laughs> he probably, you know, what he probably. Um, plus, so I I agree, I agree. I thought that that was sound like a pretty good deal. That the Cleveland Indians got, and I yeah, wish no, that, was that, on that. I agree, because especially for a long-term deal, three, four years, when there's the not a lot runs, of guys out there, home yeah. runs can fade. But the on base, if you're good at getting on base, that continues. Yeah, you can do you that long term. Just you, look at Ichiro. Yeah, if you have a good eye, I mean that stays with you. You're, you're yeah. gonna well, draw even, walks. Even Chris Davis is certain extent, right? Like even bad Chris Davis is still gonna get his walks. Yeah, right. He's also that, gonna get his K's. But well, and that's why you look at Chris Davis's past year. He had. Many strikeouts. He had a down were, year. He had a down and year. He had a down year, and it was frustrating. But you still look at the amount he made that year, and you're like, yeah, it's okay. Mm. No big deal. Yeah. I'd love to see the amazing Chris Davis we saw two, three years ago. Yeah, that, 20, I, that 2013 but, Davis. But he's still making his money. Yeah. He's not He's not um, Albert Bell in it yet. Yeah. I mean, he had an all-base percentage last year of 332, which is a hundred over 100 points higher than his, his batting average. I mean, he only had a batting average of 221. Uh, so yeah, you hope in 219 strikeouts. <laughs> exactly, Crazy. exactly. That's yeah. where you just you like just gotta not look at that line. You, t- you take that good with the bad. And yeah. I mean, but at the same time, he did lead the team in walks. Right. As as and as fans, we get frustrated with those strikeouts. You know, it frustrates him too. Mm-hmm. And you know that somehow he's working on it this off season, and maybe it comes together. Maybe it's just the guy he's going to be his entire career. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I I'd lean towards the latter. Same. I think. I think. We've kind of seen who he is, and I'm not sure. And you know what? If he cuts down to 190 strikeouts, that would be that would be great. That would be unreal. Right. But how many times have we seen Chris Davis strike out three times in a game, and on that fourth at bat, he hits a game running home run? Yeah. It's yeah. what Chris Davis does. And I don't think too many O's fans are complaining, even that he had a bad year. I don't. I don't hear too many O's fans yeah, complaining I, about him. I haven't heard much because most people no knew what they were getting. Right. And, yeah. that, and if they, if, a lot of people did not agree with the signing when it happened, and that's fine. Mm. But you kind of accept it, and that's—it's not like we're surprised by the year he had. Yeah. But it was a down year. Yeah. But 
Right, but he's we still, hope he has a better year. We next hope year. he has a better year, but he still it wasn't too it wasn't a super disappointing year, um, and I think also those 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 fans that call into one hundred five seven with the stupid stuff like saying get rid of Chris Davis were distracted by Buck Showalter not using Britain that they could all focus on that. That's true. So maybe that was Buck Showalter's end goal is to fo- have people <laughs> focus on him. Off, yeah, I like that. <laughs> have, have we talked since the Orioles signed a new catcher, Castilla? 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 Castillo? Castillo with one L. <laughs> yeah, that, that's weird. Yeah, the one L, the yeah, one L throws me off because it messes up my spell check. Yeah, somehow we like to sign catchers with weird spellings yeah, of their last that names. no one can spell. Right. Um, did you like that? Are you happy with that trade? Uh, with that seems, signing? Yeah, I mean, it seems like a guy who's at the same level, maybe a little bit below Matt Wieters for a much cheaper guy. So, I mean, I was happy with it. It makes me wonder, with it being a two-year deal, how that affects San Cisco. And if that, if they don't have hope for Cisco to come up this year, and if we're pushing him back at least a full year, <laughs> you you think it says? See, I was I was reading a different way. I don't think it says anything about Chance Cisco. It says more about Caleb Joseph than Chance Cisco. Who do you think gets more starts this year, Caleb Joseph or uh, or Walton Castillo? You think Castillo? Um, I think I think it'll Castillo. be close. I think. I mean, it may just be a. You might do I a lefty righty. Castillo thing. hits lefties really well, like so. That's I mean, that's the only thing that. They're both righties, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's the only thing that'll kind of push Castillo ahead of Joseph is, I mean, last year he hit two two eighty against lefties, you know, with the three forty six on base percentage. So yeah, how's Castillo's? Uh, I haven't read up on Castillo. How's his uh, pitch receiving? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Don't even get me started. <laughs> like I said, someone's gonna they're gonna find a stat that says he throws the ball back to the pitcher like too slow or something <laughs> yeah. like that, and people are gonna harp on that. I like his nickname, though. You know his nickname? Beef Wellington. Beef Wellington. That's a good nickname. That's solid. Yeah, and I can spell that. Beef. Yeah. Yeah. You guys surprised Matt Wieters is just sitting out there? That nobody wants Matt Wieters? That there's not even rumors of guys going to Matt Wieters? I think. I mean, this is the typical Boris thing. It's kind of... Yep. Boris said, you know, we're going to wait till January. So there's no use in... Hey, this is what happened with Chris Davis, right? Yeah. And, and Chris he, Davis got his. Sat there and you let right. him marinate. Didn't Chris Davis sign in December? That was like... Was it was the end of December? I felt like it was. Oh, maybe it was O'Day. O'Day was December, and Davis was January. Yeah, because O'Day got all the questions of now will they sign Davis? And I was thinking about how, like, how Trumbo still out there, how Weeders is still out there, and I thought back to when um, Nelson Cruz signed. He signed December first. That was really early. Sure. So, yeah, for a low number too. Yeah. That's surprising. So, or no, when he signed with... Oh, when um, he signed with Seattle? With Seattle, yeah. Well, yeah, with the Orioles, it was February. Yeah. yeah, it was like a week before spring training or something like that. Yeah. It was like him and Obaldo that same week, and I remember they had the Obaldo press conference down in Sarasota. Right. So, yeah, I think uh, I think Chris Davis was January 17th, it looks like. Well, it's, I mean, it seems like with, with those big monies, it goes one of two ways, right? Like, either you get a bunch of teams to compete right away, mm-hmm. where a bunch of teams are looking to fill that one position... Like, kind of like a Dexter Fowler or when you sign early in the season. You have a couple guys, a couple teams competing. But if you don't have that initial, like, multiple teams going after you, the strategy seems to be just wait. Yeah, it just and team, you wait it out. And, and teams will realize, oh, we really need this or we really need that. And, right. And, and now, hopefully they'll overpack. Right. Now we have the Christmas break, New Year's break. So we really won't see anything until maybe next week. I don't remember any actual big trades or uh, signings happening in this last week. It's of the like year. everything kind of just shuts down. I think it's like an unwritten rule where it's like, hey, we're, no one's going to negotiate. We're not going to break any news yeah. until after New Year's. So I well, don't know what it is. But. Well, why would you, right? Yeah. It's like if you're a player, you have the whole, the, I mean, 
there's no urgency to get yeah. something done December. Yeah, exactly. like, when you have so January and February. If someone wants you now, they're going to want you January I don't know. 4th. Yeah. If you're Dan Duquette, I say you put on a Santa outfit. You go show up at the player's house. You surprise them because no one else is talking to you. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be a Dan Duquette move, too. I like that. I'd, I'd totally love to see Dan Duquette in a Santa suit. Yeah. But I expect uh, Matt Wieters to, to make some money. I think he eventually ends up in Atlanta. That's right. I mean, I know people have been that, saying that's, that for That's years, been the rumor for years, yeah. except that makes sense. Atlanta's such a confusing organization to me Yeah. because they're supposed to be rebuilding. Next they, year, next year, they, next year they move into their new stadium. Forget Marquecas. They just signed Bartolo. Bartolo and R.A. Dickey. R.A. Dickey, yeah. One-year deals. Yeah, one-year deal, which has to be like splash moves to get people into the new stadium. I mean, it makes your team better, too. Yeah, I mean, no, I... Both those guys, one-year deals for a little bit of money, I would have done that, especially Cologne. Yeah. I would have signed them. Yeah. The Orioles no. don't have a starter, though, right? We're, we're, no. I don't say we, we're good there, but we're, no. if we're, anything, we're not making any additions. If anything, we get rid of one. Yeah. Because, I mean, they have six for five spots right now. Yeah. And I know but when Buck was on um, the Hot Stove show on uh, 105.7, he, was, he said that he had toyed around with the thought of having six starters. And it sounded like it was like really eating at him. So I don't know if that's. I love that, that idea. I love that idea and too. And like I said, it didn't sound like he was just tossing it out. It sounded like this is something that he's talked about with multiple people who have yeah. really. That could be fun. I, I think that would be really. I fun. love the but idea of getting the uh, the pitcher an extra maybe, day rest. Maybe only do it during July and August. You know, something like that after the All Star break. Come out and have a six guy. Rotation. I don't know. Or you. Or you, <laughs> I kind of like the right opposite. The you do it right out of the gate. You you stretch people out so then when it comes down to July crunch time mm-hmm. you shorten everyone up. Yeah, but again you look at our six but, guys. Right, that's the other thing yeah, is not, we're not the Nationals talking yeah. about. Right, Scherzer. there is a a really good chance that a someone will get hurt mm-hmm. B, or b more likely night. someone gets shelled every start and he gets right. he gets moved to the bullpen. But but yeah. by going and going to a six man that means what Tillman gets four or less starts for the season. Yeah, maybe. And, and do you want that? Do you right. want Tillman and Gossman to have less starts so Miley can get his starts? Yeah, like, and so Miley right. and can, can I don't know. If, if I'm Buck, I definitely look at, at the track record and how, mu- how well does Tillman perform with that extra day rest. Does he perform better or worse? And I kind of judge by that. If I can get uh, Bundy six days instead of five, does he do better? That's yeah. something I look at and consider. Yeah, because I mean, you could tell Bundy got tired during the the end of the year last year. Yep, his think, fastball think, was down. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's why we didn't see him in that um the playoff game. Yeah, I thought he would have come in before Ubaldo, and I think he was more. I think he was better fit for that spot too. Oh, absolutely, he was. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how they use Dylan Buddy this year. It'd be the starter right innings. out of the game. Yeah, I, I think it'd be interesting. Like, I don't think it's out of the question to start him at bullpen. And then move him into certain role, mm-hmm. I, from, especially when you are when you have five of the guys. Yeah. I think they asked Buck again on that the hot uh, the hot stove show or whatever that um, he said you know there's no inning restrictions inning limitations on him. So yeah, they said that halfway through last year, yeah. and that's fine. Right. You you can say that, but when his stuff gets worse after a certain point, yeah, you kind of gotta you gotta fix it. You gotta, yeah, like that's that's a problem. And they they always say there's no limit. Yeah. The, if they do, then his agent's gonna. The know, only team that out. right, the only team that talks about pitch limits is the Nationals when they were dealing with Strasburg. The Mets with Harvey. Yeah, and that was all. We're past that with what, Monday. And it's mostly coming the season coming off t- Tommy John surgery, right? Um, and that's been a couple years now for for Buddy. <laughs> so he's 
Yeah, you you would hope he's he's good now. We'll see. Hope so. We'll see. Yeah. It's a it's a lot a lot of question marks with that rotation. You can talk all you want about how you have six guys, but yeah, right, six, but it's six, six guys that involves Miley, um, Ubaldo, and who am I missing? Not Worley. Gallardo. 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 And, and Tillman guy. too, where he seems like every other year Tillman's good and bad. Mm. And a guy like Bundy, who we don't know we if don't he can really stay healthy know. the entire year. So there's like Gossman, I think, is we're pretty set on him. Mm-hmm. And right. then the other five are question marks, either yeah. for health or for well, performance. We, we got uh, we we made the pitching coach changes. We got to hope that 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 helps. Yeah. So. Or yeah, fine. Pitching coach. I mean, hey, someone's got to stay go in the bullpen and help you get your arm last. Hey, we got to hope they pitch like they did in September, right? Yeah. Everyone was great in September. Britain, Let's Britain, just keep Britain that up. was perfect in October. Yeah. Uh, let, let's get to our uh, three up, three down segment. It's now time for three up and three down. Josh, I'm going to let you go. I uh, thought I thought you were getting rid of this segment because you couldn't come up with any ups. No, I'm, I'm still – I thought maybe throughout the show I would get some divine inspiration on, on what to do with my up. I still haven't gotten it yet. So, Josh, how about you go first with your up? We're going with positives first? Ups? Yeah, positives. Uh, baseball season's almost here. It's not almost here. Come on, we're like forty-nine games before. I think it's like forty-nine days before preseason. We are all right, baseball season is one before day, what pitchers and catchers yeah, report, and they report ba- like three months before baseball season is on. one day closer than it was yesterday. Yeah, that's my that's uh, weak. That's also the type of week it's been. Eric, how about you? Because I still got um, nothing. I'm kind of piggybacking off Josh. I mean, football is pretty much over. Um, well, regular season from. It's kind of weird that we're celebrating football ending. Yeah. Trying to put a positive spin on this. Yeah. Well, for I mean, for my team, m- you know, Marcus Mariota broke his leg, so my football is over. Uh, we I'll just sit back and watch the playoffs like I have for the last ten years. Uh, Terps basketball started. You know, conference play started today with a good win. Oh, that's a good up. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, Caps are doing their normal regular season winning, so we'll see how that is in the you know. Come, <laughs> Enjoy it now. Come May. Um, yeah, and baseball starts in less than 100 days, I think I saw. Um, they they were saying I – th- I know it starts a lot earlier this year because of the uh, the um, World Baseball Classic, so I think it's moved up uh, by like three weeks. Oh. The, um, I'm, I'm kind of excited about the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, I think I might get into it this year. It'll, it'll be neat. It'll be – I mean, I've already seen people mad at Manny Machado for playing for, I think, the Dominican. So it's like, um, right, well, people fine. need to be mad at something, so why not yeah. be well, mad at that, yeah. which is stupid. But And then also, Baltimore has an arena football team now. Oh, that's right. Uh, the the I, admirals? Is that it? I know. Uh, I because I was a Washington Valor guy when they oh, announced no, that's that the team. Valor. And right. then they announced the Baltimore team, and I dropped the Valor. Right. Is this a new quick. league that just no uh, the, um, just expanding? Well, Spring twenty seventeen. It nice. maybe they don't have it. I don't. Team yeah, name I'm, yet? I'm looking at the. Maybe uh, I was thinking of. I was thinking Twitter of the right other. Now. Yeah, I was thinking of the Washington team. Baltimore Plus, did. They they named their head coach, and his name is Omar Smith. And I think they definitely got that from the wire. The Omar they, connection. Yeah, they had to. That's, Plus, they play on the said. same field as the Blast. There you go. Or the same arena. Rofo. Well, I mean, if, if, you, I, if you can't have a, a, a professional basketball team or hockey team, I'll take indoor soccer, when, I guess. When, when, does, when does that team start? 2018? Uh, no, I, it or says playing its inaugural AFL football season in spring 2017. So. Okay, they better get a team name put together. I don't know. Spring, I'm way into baseball. Hey, uh, arena football should start like January first and end like February January fifth. Oh, like a two month season. I'll mm-hmm. be all in. I could do I could do like a Saturday 
one o'clock game and then hop over to the to Camden Yards for like a four 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 game. Yeah, I could do that. That would be neat. Yeah, I'd, I'd like a little flip flop so you're sitting outside for the one o'clock baseball game, then you go yeah. into the air conditioning yeah. for a four o'clock game. I don't care when you put it. I'm not watching. So no, you can play a little soccer game whenever you want. We're going to a blast game in like three yeah, weeks. Yeah, we're going to blast. We're going to go yeah. to an arena football game. No, in, I'm not going to arena football. In, I'm not going to arena football. In 30 years. No. No. I'm not going to arena football. That's ridiculous. You've seen those games? They like yeah, tackle awesome. people into walls. Yeah, that's It's like great. total chaos. No, they have you know, like the nets on the side of the field goal post. Yeah. So you can kick it off that. Okay, and, just wait for 10 years concussion movie with Will Smith to come out about arena football. Think of all of the fun calls in the 105.7 saying the arena quarterback should He's be replacing better, Joe Flacco. It's going to be Flacco. awesome. Can't wait. We're going to be your home of the uh, arena football team, this podcast. Okay, no, I, I, <laughs> then I'm going to start a new podcast by myself. <laughs> I'm fine. My up, my up can be the Maryland Terrapins. They just had their, their first conference game against the Illini, the fight, the fight in Illini, and they won. Uh, I like some of their freshmen. Cohen, I think, is a fun guy. Reminds me a lot of Love Trimble. Like, they're, mm-hmm. like they're a similar... Similar players. They're they're good friends. They played uh, AAU together too. Oh really? So that's I think that that may have been part of Melo coming back was he wanted to play with Cowan again. So um, I obviously Cohen's Cowan, but and and I like the Cowan bringing the ball up at the point sometimes. Mm-hmm. Trimble off to the two. I like that. Um, and he's he's a good passer. Drives to the basket. Uh, Jackson looked really good today. Uh, for the first time, he really didn't impress me at all. But I mean, he's six foot seven. He was putting the ball on the floor today, driving to the basket. I think I think they have some. There's no like, like um, Diamond Stone was like you know one of the top five blue recruit, chip recruit. Yeah. Um, these freshmen aren't like that, but it seems like what I think what something you saw with Stone, which you see less with older guys, but with freshmen you see like a huge jump in performance from the beginning of the season to the end. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious to see how these three freshman starters and how a bunch of freshmen on this team how they grow and how they become good because this this Maryland basketball team like you could see them being you know top. Top three in, in in the Big Ten or the bottom three, like they could go either way. It seems like at this point, with kind of so many question marks, so many freshmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a great start, a dominating win against Illinois. So hopefully, uh, that's my up, the Maryland Terrapins. Hopefully, this is uh, a year where they get past the Sweet Sixteen. I like that we always start with the positive. Yeah. Then we get to the negative. Yeah. I'm glad and I came out with the positive. Yeah, I'm glad you came out with something to be happy about. All right, Maryland basketball, sweet. Yeah. Uh, my, my down, I'm changing up my down from what the show notes say. My down is toothaches because I've had a really bad toothache since yesterday afternoon and the dentist can't see me till tomorrow afternoon. So I'm in a bunch of pain. Oh. And if you see me, I haven't been drinking this tea constantly cause I'm just trying to numb the pain of the tooth. So toothaches is my negative cause um, I don't like my teeth and I don't understand why in all of technology that has advanced, why have we not advanced past just stupid tooth dental stuff? Like, we got lasers that can do everything. Why can't they just replace our teeth? That's my down. Isn't there a thing called dentures? Isn't that like a thing? Right, but <laughs> why you can't... get fake teeth put in? But, right, but shouldn't we have to be at the point that like when you're an adult, you just go and they remove all your teeth and put in like some titanium teeth and you just never worry about toothaches again? I feel like some... Uh, like, I'm not be, into be... the hip-hop scene, but I feel like some hip-hop artists have done that with gold teeth. Can I do that? Yeah, Isn't that, is that expensive? Nelly like, didn't grills. he do that like, or why, not? Grills, why is, grills. Why is grills, grills? Why is grills? That's not why the we standard. bring this guy on so he can grills. he can be hip right. with grills. Yeah, grills should be the standard. Yeah, Josh, I would love for you to get a grill. I don't have dental insurance, Starting and like I don't know how me. you do that. A GoFundMe, a for GoFundMe grills. for grills. But, but when you get grills, 
does that remove your teeth altogether so I don't have like root canals and stuff? See, that's a problem. I don't want grills on top. I want them out and just replacements. Just complete gold teeth. Yeah, like you can get a new hip. Probably will be pretty cheap. Like, you know, if if your hip is bad, you can get a new titanium hip. I want titanium teeth. Mm. So I never have to deal with teeth again, and I don't have to pay these exorbitant dental bills. I do like my dentist now. I can text message him and tell him, hey, I'm in a lot of pain. I need to get in. Oh, yeah? He helps me out. Do you ever text him pictures of your of your mouth saying, hey, this is the one that hurts and send him a pic? Not of my mouth. Like a Snapchat? <laughs> no, I, no. I'll, I'll try that next time. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. No, my dentist is awesome. Once he met me early in the morning before work and didn't have childcare, so he brought like his baby in a stroller that sat there while he fixed my tooth so I could go to work. Oh, nice. So I like my dentist. Does but, he make house calls? But I hate my teeth. Uh, he might make house calls. Maybe. I think you kind of need all the dental tools that are in that chair. Like, you know, when you go in that dental chair, they have like that, that tube that everything plugs into. I don't think you can bring that with you. My my down is the just the year in Maryland sports, right? The Orioles lose in the first round of the playoffs in kind of embarrassing fashion. The Ravens don't even make the playoffs this year. Um, Michael Phelps. He retires now. I could focus on all the medals he won, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, I, I, I should have made him retire in my good. Like in Maryland had a really good Olympic run actually. That could yeah. should have been my up. Like the the runner from Brodnik, I'm blanking on his name. Mike Centrowicz, a good Polish Centry, name. Yeah. Centrowicz. Centrowicz. There was a uh, the re- a wrestler too, right? The wrestler. wrestler. Um, who's who's the swimmer from Maryland? The female did really Katie well. Kayla Ledecky, Ledecky yeah. was fantastic. Uh, but I'm focusing on negative. Michael Phelps mm-hmm. retires. Well, but he retired last time too, so right, we'll, right. we'll see. We'll like, see. Like, like that means we're going to see less yeah. of Michael Phelps. I think Kevin Plank is going to give him uh, many hundreds of millions of reasons why not to not to retire, right. but we'll see. Uh, the Terps lose in the Sweet Sixteen, which was a disappointment because that was the team with Trimble and and Stone that was supposed to go far. And um, uh, DJ Durkin and Maryland football, a lot of hype for it. Down year, another down year for the Terps, like every year. Uh, now the Blast won the championship, so good for the Blast. But everyone else in Maryland kind of had a down year. And then I guess for mine, um, it's just going to be that the Orioles. This is yet another off season where they're rumored to be interested in everyone, and you know, oh, they're looking at this guy, they're looking at that guy, and we're almost at the end of the year, and the big signing is Wellington Castillo. So. <laughs> right. Well, it always makes you wonder. If, uh, Duquette be Duquette. If they're really looking at the guys, or if everyone else is saying. The Orioles should be looking at these guys, yeah. so we're just going to go ahead and say they're looking at these guys. I'm, I'm just excited for you know FanFest to go crazy when they introduce Logan Andrusik <laughs> to the crowd as another one of their right. signings. So. Yeah. June, uh, we love our yeah. middle relievers. Yeah, tons of middle relievers. And they, now they like the middle relievers with the long hair because they had Chazro, who I thought had the best hair in baseball. Yeah, great and hair. And they DFA'd him. He's now, I think, on the Braves. He's part of that. Orioles crew down there. With yeah, with everyone. Jim Johnson and yep. Nick Marcakis. And, and then the pitching coaches, too. Yeah, um, yeah. And then Andrusik, so coaches. they brought him back, who I didn't I didn't really like what he brought last year. But, you know, we'll see. I guess, I mean. It was cheap. He was not. Yeah, no I money. think he, he has an option, too, and that, that was the main thing is he has an option. So, um, But then, you know, I mean, I st- we still got it probably about, what did we say, 50 days or something like that till um, spring training starts. So, And we're still in the same position, right? We need a right fielder and we need a DH. DH, yep. Uh, it so. sounds like we had this conversation last year. Yeah. yeah and man, if he man. does it, give me a trombone, okay. give me a right fielder, and I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Sign I, I, I trombone and Alvarez, I'm I okay. think we're good. Yep. Yeah, Alvarez, Alvarez too. Um, and then a right fielder, though. Right. That still doesn't nah, give us a right fielder. Doesn't give a, uh, yeah, record. Yeah. All right. 
we we got this show. This show is going long. I blame RDT for yeah. I blame RDT for this. Like Bert gonna, doesn't usually have that much to say, right? We <laughs> especially if we do an interview. Yeah. Right. Um, you gonna watch the football game Sunday? No. Come on, it's Ravens. I probably won't know. No, I probably won't either. It'll probably be the first one I miss. I feel like you have to just because in the middle of in the middle of April or in, you know in March you're gonna be like, man, I'm bored. Yeah, yeah I, that's I, true. I miss football. Like I, I wish I would have. I'll play DraftKings and I'll pick a Raven. I'll pick mm-hmm. Buck Allen or something. And yeah. then uh, and then I'll watch it. I'll and probably, hope, hope that right. he scores. I'll watch it. I'll keep an eye on it. Maybe do the red zone thing or something. Mm. Yeah, I'm just saying if there's a Patriots Cowboys Super Bowl this year, Who? I'm not gonna watch Super Bowl. I won't watch it. I'll, I'll fast forward and just watch the commercials. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll be rooting for the Cowboys. I'd love to see the red. I'd love to see the Redskins. I could totally cheer for the Redskins if they can make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't hate the Redskins. I could do that, which is weird because I've hated care. Washington forever. Anyone? Yeah, I don't care. Who, who, Anyone but the Patriots. Who's the Ravens playing Sunday? Cincinnati. The Bengals. <laughs> I'm trying to get you one more time to to mention the Cincinnati the Bengals. Yeah, that's what I there thought. There it is. You can play your little tune as we get out of here. You can follow us uh, on Instagram or on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook. You can find our Facebook page. Just go to just search Section 336. Right. Watch the video. Hopefully you're already there. Yeah. We're here every Tuesday around 730-ish. Uh, you can also... We're moving. Aren't we moving days? Yeah, Monday, yeah, Monday, yeah. So Wait like for four it. weeks. Yeah, we'll a little bit later. Of, yeah. Life happens. Um, you can also follow the show on Twitter. At Section 336 Show. Uh, you can go to iTunes and subscribe and write us a review. We always appreciate those. You can also follow me on Twitter at Section 336. But a better twi- Twitter follower is Eric. You can follow him on Twitter. Uh, at BarstoolRDT. Yeah. Three yeah. letters RDT. And that's a better Twitter. Like, he is, he actually tweets. And Like, I have Twitter, and, but I don't really tweet. Photoshops. A lot, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of your face in your Twitter feed. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I, I kind of try and save that for the season, but we'll. Uh, oh, I saw a little Santa Claus. Yeah, that that was a special edition. That was a special yeah. RDT clause. Yeah. Right. Now, now, if you're a Baltimore sports fan, you follow. You need to follow Barstow RDT. He's great on Twitter. Uh, Josh is still better than me. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Soroka. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening, and as always, go Ravens. I guess. No Orioles? I go O's, sure. Section 336 is a affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section 336 on utahstreetreport.com.